I'm Shannon. If I don't know you, thank you for joining. If I do, I love you. Hearts in my eyes for you. Um, I wanted to <clears throat> share uh, our week's theme and our week's pose this evening and then kind of give you all some live updates on where we're at with schedule and just have a conversation about, you know, where Practice Indie is in, uh, in the landscape of this crazy COVID situation. And um, yeah, and get us excited for the next week. And I hope to do these um, every week. Uh, we'll see how it goes with the kids and everything because that is dynamic for me. Um, but I'd like to do these through the summer because it is a bit of an uncertain time. And I think it'll be helpful for us all to know like what to expect and what to look forward to and maybe what to incorporate in our practices weekly. So, um, so that is the intent of this live. I'm also recording this on Zoom. So it will then go on our podcast. So, um, so yeah, if you listen to our podcast and you want to go back and look at some of the themes or anything like that, then we will start putting those there. I'm super excited. Jenna and I are feeling good about getting back to regularly recording our podcast. We'll have a more in-depth philosophical conversation coming your way. Um, but I wanted to at least get some content out there so you have, you know, some things to um, look forward to for the week. So, uh, you know, let's pause since this is dynamic. How is everyone this evening? Just share in the comments. How are you doing? Isn't that a loaded question right now? Sometimes when people ask me, I just start crying, but my eyes are so dry that you, it's like Botox for my tear ducts and just nothing goes out because I've cried so much. Anybody? How are you out there? How are you, internet world? Better than last Sunday. Sarah's got a, I don't, <laughs> sunflowers. That's exactly, that's exactly right. That's perfect. Me too, Sarah, me too. Anyone else? Okay. Yeah. Well, shrug emoji, sunflower. Um, I may would have used the like vomit emoji if I were being asked this question. Meh. Yeah. I'm over the quarantine too. Yeah. Apparently so is everyone else because when I went to the grocery store today, <laughs> the streets were like packed. So, so apparently people are out here. I made a bet at the beginning of this and my four-year-old would come down and tell me I was being too loud. And yes, Magnolia. She's going potty, which is a ruse to tell me I need to shut up. Anyway, yeah, I'm feeling over it too, super over it. And then like super nervous and scared and all the things. Um, so perfect segue into our focus this week. So this week we are focusing on Durga. Durga is a goddess warrior and um, she's super fierce. She is riding a tiger uh, or a lion, and she has eight arms. If you ever come into the, um, the Soul Sanctuary, which is a small studio in Practice Indy, when we're back one day, um, you should come and look at it. There's, a, um, there's an image of her on the wall directly to your right when you enter. And so she's this fierce goddess with eight arms, riding her lion, um, holding weapons and flowers. And um, she is the embodiment of 
fierceness and motherhood and um, slaying the ego and uh, you know, removing obstacles. So there's, uh, you know, there's some Ganesha energy in that of like the removing the obstacles, but she slays them. And so she's, she's super fierce. And this is perfect going into Mother's Day um, because she doesn't just stand for femininity either. It's not just about like her womanness. It is about the, it is about those powers that are, are within us all. So, um, in our newsletter tomorrow, we'll share a little bit more in the top portion, the top paragraph. So if you don't get that, I highly recommend you subscribe to our newsletter. I am super proud of it each week. We collaborate with several of our teachers to make that super, um, impactful. So we have an Ayurvedic tip of the week that Staria helps us provide. We do a journaling section that Brittany and I share writing. Uh, Jenna provides the content for our weekly theme. So we've got a nice write-up about what Dorga is and how we can invite her energy into the week. Um, as we go through this week, it's the week before Mother's Day, which is um, really complicated. If you have come into a human birth, you have a mother. And, um, and then from there, it gets, it gets complicated. And so I think what I appreciate about Dorga is that um, we're not just naming the mother as like the obvious pregnant woman. We're naming the mother as someone who is fierce in her resolve um, you know, of the people that I know who are the most self-reflective and sometimes ego-less are mothers or nurturers, people who play the role of mother, even if they're not, you know, traditionally a mother. And so Dorga really calls that energy to us to reflect on our ego, to be fierce for those we love, to be fierce for that which we believe in and we want to stand up for. Um, and so there was a, there was a meme um, going around, or I don't know if it would be a meme, I'm not sure, an internet image going around last year, and, and I think probably like three years back, that's like happy Mother's Day to those who have a challenging relationship with their mother, or uh, no relationship with their mother, or are an adopted parent, or are a foster parent, or, you know, the role of mother extends well beyond the traditional sense of pregnancy and birth. Um, and I'll just be super candid in that like motherhood for me is really tricky. Some days I absolutely love it. And some days, you know, I want to Cheryl straight it. Uh, I just want to go on a mountain and, you know, not be a mother. Um, Cause it's really heavy. And I think I would feel that way if I were in any position of like nurturing and having to make decisions for people and having to advocate for people um, that's just heavy, right? And so whether you've literally carried the weight of a child or you carry the weight of that role of nurturer and you have to be this fierce warrior often and this advocate, and you have to continually look into your ego to decide, is that the best choice to serve the greater good? How do I push past those obstacles? I think that in itself is just employing Durga. So um, so celebrate the mother within us all, the great mother within us all, which yoga is constantly looking at the energies that exist, um, not just in this male-female paradigm, but that those are energies that everybody has, um, that whether you're male or female, you know, in sex, you, all, you also always carry 
male tendencies, female tendencies, mother tendencies, father tendencies, sun tendencies, moon tendencies, and then the process of how they, you know, align or balance within you is unique to your manifestation as a human being. So, um, and we can play with those and we can change those um, and we can affect those. So I think those are some things to consider when you think about Dorga. And again, check out our newsletter for a little bit more of some journal prompts or join us on uh, Wisdom Wednesday, 2 p.m. for our um, journal prompts on that and our little class, our 30 minute class on that led by Brittany, which has been, I know a lot of people's like super favorite in the 30 and 40. So that's our focus this week. Um, if you join on Friday, which I lead our meditation uh, stretch break on Friday, um, we'll be reviewing a um, mantra we did a couple of weeks ago in honor of Durga, which is Om Dum Durga Ye Namaha, um, evoking this ferocity to help her protect us and to help arm ourselves with that energy to push through our obstacles um, and push past our ego and all that cool stuff. So Durga is our focus. Um, our pose this week is Ardha Chandrasana, which is absolutely one of my favorite postures. It's so beneficial for so many different reasons, especially if you're sitting a lot. Um, this is a great way, one, to just stand up. <laughs> Two, is going to stretch the adductor muscles, the inner thigh muscles that get tight and weak by sitting all the time. Um, it it strengthens your outer hips, which also get tight and weak from sitting all the time. So if you have been working from home or sitting um, more than you are used to, then this is, uh, is going to be a great pose to get up and move. It can be a lateral bend, which will feel amazing on your spine. It um, teaches us and challenges our balance. So there's just so many components to this pose that are highly useful. Um, for our restorative and yin practice, it's one leg up the wall. So a variation on Viparita Karani, uh, which is, you know, amazing. And what I'd say for anybody practicing this week in general, especially practice Indy, because we offer several varieties of practice of asana classes is you try to switch it up. So do a flow class um, one day maybe two days in a row, and then you know, hit up a deep stretch, which is our version of yin, or hit up a competitive napping, which is our version of restorative. Try to vary your practice. You're gonna learn such different things about yourself. You're gonna be able to reflect on different components of your psyche, your emotional state, by just changing the rhythm and tempo of your practice. Um, maybe challenge yourself if you're able to practice with a teacher that you haven't gotten the opportunity to practice with before. What's great about our virtual platform now is that uh, we put all the recordings in our um, members only Facebook group and you can go back and watch those anytime if you're a member. If you're not a member, we post one class a day. Uh, well, we attend. Sometimes I get tired and go to bed before I can. But we try to post at least one class a day to our YouTube page. So if you're not a member but you, you know, follow along or want to practice with us, we do have at least one practice, I'd say like five five a week up on our YouTube. It's completely free. Um, and we try to change the um, styles that we offer there. So check that out if you're not currently a member or not interested in being a member. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of fun stuff with Half Moon. I do our Just the Tip Tuesday videos and I've got some great considerations for Half Moon because it's absolutely one of my favorite poses. So get pumped for that. Um, and then I just wanna share kind of what's coming up for Practice Indie. Um, I had originally, quote, called this my fireside chat. Um, I love history. 
I've been watching a lot of documentaries on the Dust Bowl, the Great Depression, World War One and World War Two, because I feel like it makes this look not so bad. And um, and out of the Great Depression, moving into World War Two, we had FDR, who um, as a president for many was not their favorite and for many was a breath of fresh air. We were coming from, I believe, Hoover and he had things called Hoovervilles. People were living in these like shacks and shanties. The, you know, American public morale was so defeated and um, he would offer these fireside chats through um, the radio to just give perspective to the American people and to try to lift their spirits. And so, um, but also he was, he was candid in the way that was appropriate at the time in history that he was in. So, um, so while I'm no way as great as FDR or even think this is like you know, that uplifting, um, the intention behind this is to try to give you all some honest framing of like where we're at with, as practice Cindy, where we hope to be going. Um, because I think what I'm at least experiencing is a lack of feeling like what the hell is going on. And even though I think Governor Holcomb's been doing a great job, I think from a micro level, I I'm, I'm seeking somebody to tell me what to do. And then I realize I'm the adult in the room and I have to tell me what to do. And I don't know if you've been experiencing that, but that's, that's from my experience. So, um, so one, you know, like if you're looking for that, take my recommendation on practice, try to practice two days of flow, you know, in a row and then hit a restorative or a yin, rinse and repeat would be one, my like, go do this kind of thing. Um, two is just to give you some considerations for where we're headed as practice in me for the summer. So, um, we, you know, we've received that tentatively gyms in Indiana and maybe different for our county specifically have been given the May 24th date to start to open in a very limited capacity. I do not feel comfortable um, with that for us. We are going to wait till June to decide if anything moves into the studio. I have, um, I have teachers who are, um, you know, immunocompromised. I have students who are, uh, we have students who are pregnant. We have just a variety of reasons why that makes me uncomfortable. Also, we don't know if that's going to lead to us having another outbreak and then being back in this. So I would rather play it cautious um, than, you know, dive in and, and, and somebody get hurt or sick. So we are staying entirely virtual until June 1st. Um, and then we may start introducing um, in-person classes. And that will also depend on if the guidelines change for Marion County. Um, a couple of reasons beyond, you know, just worrying about my staff and my, and our students is also that, you know, yoga is a breathing based practice. I usually make the joke that yoga is just shitty gymnastics without, you know, conscious breath. Um, and so we're in a closed room, you know, actively respirating, like, and like, you know, we, it was hot. Um, and we could, we could take that out of the class and then that would take out the integrity of, of what we're doing. And I personally can't stand for that either. So, um, that's one concern. Uh, you know, yoga is done in closed quarters. Um, whereas in CrossFit with our parent brand, Natown Fitness, we're going to be able to come in 
person a little bit easier because our space is so expansive and we can social distance much easier. But in the studio, that's uh, it's a lot harder to navigate. You know, just the simple fact of you coming in, checking in, and then getting into the studio. Well, both of our studios require like a narrow passageway. Um, so for those reasons and many, many more, we just feel like the virtual platform at, at the very least will stay our only way of engaging until June and then we're gonna keep reassessing. But our stance is people over profit. We have, like I would assume most businesses, most small businesses definitely taken a hit during this time. Um, and I will continue to take a hit we will continue to take a hit if that means that we keep people safe over you know, turning a profit. Um, that being said, you know, if you can support us, we support, we support many people who this is their full-time or part-time income. And so, you know, anyone that can stick with us, we've heard a lot of great feedback about our virtual offerings. Um, I've been so impressed by our teaching staff and their ability to pivot. I've been so impressed by the creative content we've come up with we started these things called Sunday Soulful Circles. Uh, will you consider privates in June? Totally. Yeah, I think that is definitely going to be um, something we're going to move towards for a while too in the summer is more private or small group um, uh, options. So thank you, Lauren. Yeah, definitely looking into privates. Um, and our yoga summer school too, we'll be doing, um, we're doing that in 10 person those are 10 person classes. So we've already filled the first class, if you will. Um, and I will be giving them the option just based on where we're at. If like we as a 10 person group can meet somewhere spread out, you know, we, um, we're looking into park yoga. If we can get permits that don't cost anything. Um, if we have, if we're going to look into practicing in between the yoga building and the Swift building at our downtown location because it's outside. We could tape it off so people are safe. Um, so we're trying to get creative with different ways we can meet in person. But until June, we're going to stay virtual. Um, and I think some of the cool things that have come out of that are we've had these yoga nerd out sessions that um, we've been running Monday through Friday, 8, 8, 8 p.m. to 8.30, which are just quick you know, like deep dive, but short deep dive workshops on things that we maybe wouldn't have done in person because they wouldn't have yielded as many people to come, but they've been it was super full. So we did the Bhagavad Gita course, which was super cool. We did um, an Ayurvedic cooking course, which was amazing, led by Saria. Um, Jenna did a phenomenal mantra course. So we are going to continue doing those throughout the summer as well. And um, our Soulful Circle, Brittany just did an amazing one on self-massage. Um, Chaney did one on somatics. So we've been able to entertain things that otherwise, again, in the studio weren't going to be as well attended. And so I'm really excited to see those things continue to build out um, and continue to offer people a depth of practice beyond the asana. I love the asana practice. That's my first love and always will be. But Yoga is so much more than that. And we've been able to share that in these um, yoga nerd out sessions, the soulful circles. We've also been able to add a flow and let go dance party that Becca's been leading that I think uh, when we've tried in person, I think people are just a little coy. And so from the comfort of their homes, they've been able to really like get into it and dance it out. Um, so I'm really excited to keep those going. 
Uh, some other exciting things coming up in the short term. Devin Banks is returning to teaching with us this Monday at the 5.15 p.m. alignment flow. Woo, woo, which is gonna be amazing. Um, so if you miss Devin because of virtual yoga, she's gonna join us. And if you've never practiced with her, like do yourself a favor and join, she's incredible. We had Shanda and Rebecca also do the last two weeks and it just made my whole heart just to have them back teaching. Um, we have canceled our Mother's Day, our virtual Mother's Day retreat. We are going to be offering free classes and free content on Mother's Day. I think with the uncertainty of everything, it just wasn't doing well. And rather than like force something down your throat and try to sell something, it just seems like it's, it's not the best timing for people. So we're just going to offer some free content and, um, and wish those that are traditionally mothers or celebrating their mothers, um, yeah, we're going to offer some stuff for you to celebrate from the comfort of your home. We um, do have yoga summer school. Our first class is already filled. So if you'd like to nerd out all summer, the books we'll be reading, um, we'll have a different book each month and we'll be meeting once a week as a small group virtually for now. And then we'll see how it goes and talk about in-person options. Um, and then you'll be given kind of a practice plan. You'll have an unlimited yoga membership through the summer. Um, and, and your lead teacher will be giving you a practice plan. And within that, we'll have a book each month that we'll talk about. So the books for this summer are um, Shakti Rising. I don't have the authors in front of me, but talks about living and awakening the goddess within and how to honor the goddess in our practices. That's a tantric based text. I'm really excited to dive into that. Uh, we're going to be going through um, How to Meditate by Pima Chodron, which is a book I've read like 20 times, and it's absolutely phenomenal if you want it, if you want a really comprehensive way to get started in meditation from a Buddhist lens. And then we're also going to go through the Yoga Anatomy book. Again, don't have the authors in front of me, but basically everybody who's ever entered a 200-hour training buys this book and then doesn't know how to use it. Um, so it's great for teachers and students alike. You don't need to be a teacher. Yoga summer school is for anybody, teachers, students, anyone who just wants to live yogically or expand their yoga knowledge and their yoga practice over the summer. It's great for you. So we'll be reading those books um, throughout the summer, one each month. I cannot wait for that. So if you're interested in yoga summer school, let me know. Um, we will also be... Um, completing our 30 and 40 this week so sunday which is wild we have had incredible attendance and uh persistence with that i am so blown away by everyone's focus and commitment to that challenge so thank you thank you thank you i hope you notice a difference in your mental state in your body um in your overall health i know for me yoga has been a game changer so thank you to everyone who's participated in that, um, we'll have a big dance party on Sunday night for those who would like to, you know, kick off the ending. And um, our book club is this Saturday with Mary Margaret, which I affectionately call her baby Margaret. Don't ask. Um, we are going to be talking about the book Come As You Are by Dr. Emily Nagoski. If you haven't read it, it is essential, especially if you have female genitalia and you, um, want to understand yourself more it is I, I don't even i don't think that's fair like i think everybody should read it because everybody came from a vagina and so it's worth it to just read it because 
the more we debunk pleasure and it being a naughty thing and a negative thing, um, I think the more enlightened this world will become. It is absolutely one of the most empowering, important books I've ever read in my life. So if you have quick reading eyes and you can read it this week and join us, it's free to join uh, the conversations on Saturday. And I can't speak highly enough about the book. Um, and other than that, I'll just leave a few moments here for anyone to ask questions. Lauren, thank you for that question about privates. Um, I think the best thing I can say about the future of Practice Indy and Naptown is that we are just, we are staying flexible and open to change and open to feedback. Um, ultimately, I Brittany asked a lot of our members who are more yoga or entirely yoga than they are fitness, like, how do you feel about coming into the yoga studio and the majority of people said they're not quite comfortable with it yet. So we're taking, uh, we are taking that tip from our members directly and also from the teachers who've shared with me that they don't feel comfortable coming to work. Um, and luckily we've created this incredible virtual platform so we, we can keep going. And I know that zoom fatigue is real. Um, so, you know, I, I hope, we can come back sooner than later in person, but I, I would much rather we play it safe than sorry. One month, um, we can make it one month, we can make it two months, like this won't be forever, but better that people stay healthy and safe than rushing into it um, and getting people sick. So I'm going to pause there and sip on my turmeric milk. Any questions, any comments, any thoughts from the universe? Mm. I love you, Lauren, and the virtual platform. It's definitely been a learning curve. I, I enjoy the virtual classes for sure. I've gotten to practice every single day. I've practiced you know, 30 plus days in a row now because of the virtual platform, which otherwise I wouldn't have the option. Oh, and I should say like another reason that we want to keep virtual is because a lot of us with kids um, we don't have the option to come back in person because my, yay, shop studios, I'm so glad you can join too. Um, yeah, I don't have the option to be in person right now very much because my kids are with us 24 seven. So, um, that's another reason why we want to keep it virtual is because of childcare and that challenge. Um, Lauren, I totally hear you with opportunities for people to fix form. I would not agree with you saying that you have terrible form. I would disagree with that harshly. Um, but we, I am going to be talking to my staff about doing TAs. So basically, a teacher would be on the Zoom call, and their job would be to be watching form and then um, sharing in the message box, not like, hey, Lauren, bend your knee more. <laughs> um, they would be like writing in the comment box, like, hey, in this pose, consider these things. Um, so we're talking about that. It will always come down to you know pay and time, but I'm hopeful we can find something. I, I might even task or see if my 300-hour trainees would be interested in that as part of their training and some of their observation hours. So, um, so we're looking into that because I think that is really hard and that is the worst, not the worst, but it's not my favorite thing about the online platform is that we can't, 
we cannot correct form well um, for you know a myriad of reasons. Well, there's not much to call out with you, Lauren. I'm gonna I'm gonna like just video you one time and then send you the video and you're gonna be like, oh my god, I'm still looking. Um, any other questions, comments, curiosities? If you saw, we're offering a free foundations. It's pretty full, but I think we have a few more spots left. It'll be Wednesdays at 6 p.m., led by yours truly. If uh, you know someone who wants to get into yoga, is curious about yoga, wants to do so safely, um, then send them my way, Shannon at practiceindy.com. We do start this Wednesday. I have some preliminary questions I need them to answer and fill out um, the waiver and all that to join, but it's completely free, four weeks. My only big ask is that people fully commit to it. Uh, so we've got a really great group. I'm so excited to be offering that. And if it goes well, we'll see about doing it. Um, uh, do you mean, Christina, the foundations classes, like what the, what the foundations classes will be like? I love the delay on the internet. It's actually probably really good for us. I have to like pause. I'm guessing Christina, so, oh, okay. Christina asked, can you share about what those classes will be like? So we're doing a free foundations on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. And essentially it will be background of philosophy. So what is this thing called yoga? Um, I will lead the course with this, but I'll share this with you too, that um, uh, yoga is a homonym, or we, we can think about the word yoga as a homonym, so it's not a synonym. It is a word that has many meanings. Uh, so we'll kind of cover very broad brushstrokes, you know, thousands plus year old practice on how that word can be used in different ways. Um, and then we'll go into basic alignment of postures based off of like Western studio yoga. So if you're going to go to a yoga class or you're going to try to start your own physical practice and use YouTube, here are the, here are the most basic you know, 10 to 20 postures. You're probably going to see a lot and do a lot. Here's the mechanics of those, why you would do those. Uh, we'll cover some basic anatomy. So the six movements of the spine, why we move the spine in those directions. Um, and how to execute a yoga practice, whether in a studio setting or a home practice safely. So those are gonna be the biggest things. We probably won't get a ton into like meditation or anything like that, um, but just try to execute the physical asanas as safely as possible and know why we're doing them and where they come from. Does that answer your question? And there'll be like a little discussion or you know, it'll be interactive for sure. Any other um, questions about, you know, what we're, how we're going to be executing? I would say, you know, err on the side of we'll probably be more virtual than we will be in person for the majority of the summer, uh, just because we're going to priority, prioritize safety over, you know, profit any day. And uh, we hope that that is it's going to make an impact in um, the overall global health and micro health of Indianapolis and our little part of Indianapolis. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna prioritize health. How can you, how can his members support you in the studio during this transition? You sweet angel. 
Um, you know, if, you know, I, I know that people, including myself, financially, this is a hard time. So I hesitate to be like, you know, buy stuff. But um, if people feel called to practice with us, you know, um, getting a membership or keeping a membership are the biggest things you can do or sharing our content. So if you can't, you know, join us, share a video that we have that you think is valuable. And um, we really try to put out content that educates. That's our, that is my, I am, if you're ever wondering, I'm the one who writes everything um, on the Instagrams and, and the Facebooks. Um, so, you know, if there's stuff that we put out that's useful, like share it, help us get the word out. Um, and that goes for Naptown too. We have an incredible longevity program that is for individuals 55 and older. Um, so if, and we're going to keep that mainly virtual because that population obviously is more vulnerable to COVID. So, you know, if, if you can keep your membership and stay engaged, if, we also don't want you to just have a membership, like keep your membership and stay engaged because I believe in our programming. I believe in what we do. Um, practice yoga because it makes us more level-headed in my humble opinion and uh, makes us better citizens and if you know we're sh we are offering things that are useful help us share it uh, write reviews if you can't afford a membership right now go and write a review for us that would be tremendously helpful um, send people to our free foundations maybe not now but later on in their life practice in near and town would be a good fit for them um, those are the those are the best things that can help us right now and thank you for caring about that my concern always is the the students and my staff our staff and we want to keep paying people um, and I am grateful to the government and the the payouts and loans they did but you know those aren't gonna last forever so um, we've got to figure out how to keep people engaged with those who can afford memberships so um, if you know people that we would be beneficial to, you know, share us with them. Hit the share button. Any other questions? Thank you for caring, Lauren. I love you. It was just basically a love note to Lauren, this whole video. Any other questions? Okay, well, join us for the book club if you can on Saturday. Um, if you have suggestions and things you want to learn about, then um, join us for some of our yoga nerd out sessions over the summer. If you are looking to make yoga truly a lifestyle and really dive in this summer, I highly encourage you to do yoga summer school. It's going to be so fun and a great way for us to connect um, in a more intimate way and a way in a more intimate way with the content too. So uh, that'll be awesome. And if you're a 200 hour trainee and you're looking for a 300 hour, we have ours ready to go for September. We can easily move it to virtual if we need to. Um, I'm so proud of that program. Our current trainees are just incredible um, and their growth has been incredible to watch. So hit that up um, be good to yourselves. Oh, what are the details on yoga summer school? So it's a three month program. Uh, it's unlimited yoga for three, you know, three months. And we meet once a week 
as a small group. So we'll be placing a cap on each group. There are 10, 10 spots per class is what we're calling it. And um, we will meet once a week as that group for about an hour, hour and a half to do a quick practice, a discussion, and a little book conversation. So we'll be reading three different books throughout the summer. Um, and I can send you those books, Maggie, if you're curious. Um, it's 138 a month. And every yoga summer school purchase, uh, $10 of each purchase will be going to the cultural trail. Our last class, uh, we got we got to 10 people. So we're going to be giving $100 to Indy Urban Acres, which is an incredible group uh, with the Parks Foundation. And so next um, 10 will be going to Indianapolis Cultural Cultural Trail, excuse me, since we can't offer our YouTube or our, um, I will, Maggie, awesome. Um, since we can't offer our donation classes right now, that's our way of, uh, I mean, we are, but we aren't, you know, giving money to any organization. This is our way of doing that um, while we're virtual. So yeah, you can message me if you had questions about that or want to um, sign up. And I can email you more info. Maggie will email you info. I will also have a recipe of each week for Ayurveda and journal prompts. So it's going to be a super in-depth, fun way to engage with yoga as a whole. Y'all are so great. Thank you. Anyone who has stayed on this entire time or just dropped in, um, Thank you if you can for sharing any of our content or giving us a review. And just in general, thank you for being a practitioner of yoga or a mindful, healthy person. We need more of us out there. Um, and this is a random plug, but read City of Girls. It totally woke me up as a reminder of just how important it is to live with intention and to live on purpose. And um, you know, you're here for a reason. I love you, Muddy. You are precious and important and you need to be here. And um, you know, our whole studio mantra is I am enough and give yourself permission to be yourself and you know, live as fully as you can. I know it can feel cramped right now, but just don't forget that you you're 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 here for a reason. And if you can do anything, go go do that. Go live fully. That would be my greatest wish. So you are the best person ever. Um, okay, I'm gonna go drink my turmeric milk. Being super honest, I've had a lot of alcohol over the last 40 plus days, so detox. Um, no judgment if you're still on that train. Like live your life, we're in a pandemic, who knows what's happening. Okay, I don't wanna leave because I feel like there are people and you're not my kids. But I guess I should go to bed. I'm reading Walden, by the way, right now by Thoreau. I gotta say, it's so boring. It's like, put a needle in my eye boring. Uh, but I feel like I should. And I'm not normally a person who does like the shoulds. You know, I say the phrase in goal setting, like, don't you stop shooting all over yourself. But I feel like I should, you know, as an environmentalist, as a, as a you know, someone who cares about civil disobedience. God, it's boring. Okay, that's all. So I'm going to go read that book and bore my eyes out until I fall asleep. Y'all are great. Have a great night. Thank you for listening. Highly recommend the book called, oh, The Book by Alan Watts. I love Alan Watts. 
Oh, Life of Pi was on my list too. I really want to read Untamed by Glennon Doyle, but I just read City of Girls and I feel like, not that they're the same book, but they're like, they're like friends. And so I feel like I need to like break it up and like go back, but maybe I just need to stay with the friend circle. I've also never read Eat, Pray, Love, Elizabeth Gilbert. So I thought like, maybe I'll just read all of her books. Life of Pi is terrible. Mm. I'll have to look into that. And by look into that, I mean, take your word and not read it. <laughs> oh, Untamed. Yeah, everybody said that. Maybe I need to go read that. Screw Walden. Read the cliff notes. Okay. We all are great. Hearts in my eyes. Those of you in healthcare, thank you, thank you, thank you for staying afloat, doing your work. Those of you who are members and continuing to pay your memberships, thank you, thank you, thank you for, you know, you know paying my bills, keeping us afloat, keeping fitness and yoga alive. Um, just thank you all for being in this epic time. And I will report back next Sunday, same time, probably different beverage. Love you all. Oh, ending now. Peter?